Welcome to The Thriving Marriage, the podcast for those who want to get their spouse back in love with them and truly thrive. You'll learn why 95% of people don't save their marriage and the secret method no one else is talking about that will change everything for you. Are you ready? 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 Let's Let's turn turn tragedy tragedy to to triumph. triumph. Here are your hosts, international marriage experts, Mark Johnston and Heather Choate. Welcome to our podcast, Holiday Hearts, Saving Your Marriage and Building Connection During the Festive Season. Mark, that sounds like it should be served with like a hot of, uh, sorry, a hot, a cup of hot cocoa and some warm woolen socks sitting by the fire. It sounds like such a quaint little title here. <laughs> and I think that's what, honestly, I think a lot of what people are wanting around this time, even as, you know, even people in our audience who might be experiencing some amount of trouble in their relationship, I'm, I imagine a lot of people are wanting to go back to that, that cozy, warm sort of feeling within their relationships. Agreed. So let us know in the comments as you're watching us live, what would you really love to experience with your marriage during this holiday season and any other time of the year? But let's talk about that and uh, let's go into some of the contrast that you might be feeling when you don't have that, because that can be very painful. When I think about that warm, lovey-dovey, snuggle by the fire, kissing under the mistletoe, there's like a feeling of safety and a feeling of connection. And when you feel like you're lacking that, that can feel very insecure and it can be heartbreaking. We'll get to the the meat and potatoes there. (laughs) Mark, you want to share a client win of the week? Sure, absolutely. We always like to to do this before we dive in. So this one is from an anonymous user uh, in one of our groups. Uh, They're sharing, they said, hey, I had a win today. My husband has hit the pause button and it's slowly turning back towards me. Today he called me and and when I answered, he said, oh, I forgot what I called you for. I laughed and said, maybe it was just to hear my voice. And he replied, I don't think that was the only reason. It's a small win, but I will take it. And yeah, this, this sort of win right here is, you know, like, these sort of small things um, within our program, we we talk a lot about like little indications that your partner is getting a little bit more comfortable with you, that they're starting to draw closer to you. And certainly like little affectionate interactions like this um, are a really good indication of that. Now, uh, this person mentioned that their husband specifically has hit the pause button, just to explain like generally we refer to this as like that point when we're able to ask them to put a pause on that divorce and step away from things. And that in and of itself is a huge win. So like we can see little bit by bit, even in this small example, this person being able to take some steps closer to their marriage. And that's always heartening to see, especially, especially around these holidays. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. So let's dive into maybe some of the challenges that you guys are dealing with. In fact, if you could put in the comments in the chat here, what are your biggest challenges right now? Are the holidays making it easier? Are you just kind of pushing maybe problems to the side? I know that's a common thing that Mark and I've observed working with lots of couples over the years. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're just kind of like pushing things off to another time, kind of like, let's just get through the holidays. Some of the language that I hear you guys saying, Um, or do you feel like it's, um, a stalemate? Do you feel like there is more tension? Is there added tension? Uh, is the holidays creating more stress for you? There's a lot that goes on during this time of year. There could be financial stress, financial strain. There could be family tension, family dynamics. So I just want to hear from you guys rather than assuming what's going on. 
go ahead and tell us what are your biggest challenges right now and how are the holidays affecting that situation. And then uh, we have been doing a five day, we're calling a holiday hearts challenge in our Facebook groups. So if you want to join, that's the thriving marriage Facebook group or the 60 second plan to save your marriage Facebook group. And in there, we are doing this challenge to help give you some solutions during this time of year. And we're going to dive into each of these a little bit, touch on what the challenge is covering and how it can help you. And then go into the, you know, some of the more specific issues that we might be noticing and give you guys some solutions to that. So day one here was talking about gratitude. And as I was putting this challenge together, I was really thinking about how there are things that we can change and things that we can't change, <laughs> right? And there may be things in your relationship you really don't like the way that they are. You really don't like that you go to the family get together and you find that your spouse has taken their ring off, or you really don't like that you can't spend Christmas Eve together. Maybe you guys are planning separate, you know, celebrations with the different holidays with your kids. Maybe you're not living in the same home and you miss the connection that you've had in years past. And there's some things that we just can't change overnight and learning to be happy and <laughs> learning to choose to find the things that we're grateful for, even if we can't change the circumstances immediately as a really powerful practice. So we're talking about this act of gratitude to kind of heal some of the wounds that you might be feeling or shift your perspective that you're in. And in the group, I noticed a lot of your answers already were coming in since we started this challenge on the things that you are grateful for about your spouse right now and showing some appreciation for them even though things might not be where you want them to be right now. So as you guys are listening, if you want to leave a comment again about what are some things that you are grateful for? And Mark, how do you think that shifting to looking at some of the things that we can appreciate about our spouse and our marriage can help people during this time? I'm thinking of even some of the clients that I've been working with and their experiences uh, around some of these holiday events, even just recently, like here in the U.S., we just very recently celebrated Thanksgiving. It's a big holiday here. And I, I noticed a, a big or a wide variety of experiences around this. For some of the, my clients, this meant that there's a little bit more openness um, around spending time together. Um, for some of them, it meant that this was a time where uh, their spouse was reevaluating things and wanting to have more of that family togetherness time. For other ones, um, it meant some some boundaries and some barriers where their spouse was wanting to be more separated and was wanting to to do things apart. Uh, in all of these cases, I'm I'm uh, I was working with many of my clients to to recognize those things that were there were happening those positive uh interactions that that were there um and what i noticed is that even those those clients where their spouse was desiring a holiday that was a little bit more separate um by working with them and trying to notice like what was going well and trying to appreciate where their partner was working with them it made things go a lot smoother um, and it 
it made their their partner a lot more open to other holiday activities, even if it wasn't exactly what they were aiming for. Actually, I, I can think of very, very few of the clients that I'm actively working with where they didn't have some sort of significant interaction around around at least that holiday. And I think in large part had a lot to do with some of that positive outlook and that gratitude um, around the interactions that they were having. I think there's a lot more to it, but I do certainly think that gratitude played some piece there. Uh, how about you, like Heather? I imagine that even for you yourself, uh, there's some amount of gratitude that plays into your relationship either with Ben or with, with the kids and how that has an impact on how, how holidays turn out. Right. And it really, again, just kind of shifts that perspective inside myself. I could go from being upset or like complaining about something or feeling like overwhelmed. And these are just normal life situations. My marriage is certainly not in crisis mode right now. Um, but one of the realities of our situation is that Ben's gone uh, the whole month until a few days before Christmas, and then he'll leave again. And so I'm pretty much doing all the, you know, the stuff with the kids, all the holiday preparation and the things that we would have done together, like getting the tree. This is my first year I have to go get the tree. And that might seem like a really mundane thing, but if I choose to look at that from a place of victimhood and being upset about it, then, and honestly being lonely, like he's not here for like 19 days of the month. Um, is is challenging, but then when I shift to the things I'm grateful for, then that eases all of that tension and puts me into a much more positive state of mind. And one of the things we talk a lot about with our clients, and again, this isn't like gonna heal everything, but it does start to change the trajectory that you're on in your own perspective. We talk a lot about perspective or the context, mm -hmm. like how are you looking at things? And when you choose to look at it with blame and hurt and anger, uh, and resentment and pain, you're going to just focus on that. And that will be your experience, right? So if you don't like what you're experiencing, can you look at things in a different way? Are there things that you can choose to be grateful for even right now, despite these circumstances? And that principle has helped my marriage when it's been struggling, when we weren't on the same page, when we uh, had walls up, um, when things were really, really rocky, uh, and different, absolute, uh, challenges that we've been through dark nights of the soul, if you want to call them that, where, you know, it was really, really hard to even just get through each day. And so choosing to shift and find what we're grateful for, even in those circumstances has been super healing. How about you, Mark? Um, yes. In terms of like gratitude and, and the holidays, um, you know, there's certainly been many years where my wife, Jen, and I have experienced some challenges um, where things have felt a little bit harder or, you know, whatnot. And I've always noticed that even with challenges like that, even when things are feeling especially, especially difficult, gratitude just kind of puts a nice layer of it eases a lot of that. It allows everything to run a little bit smoother. And as you mentioned, it doesn't solve everything, but it's, in in my opinion, almost like the grease <laughs> that makes everything go a little bit easier, a little bit smoother, a little bit better. 
Um, and it has a lot of ability, especially when, you know, when everyone is craving that sense of peace and comfort and, and warmth, it's a good vehicle for that. Um, by not just expressing some gratitude, but like showing it and demonstrating just how much you are appreciating those around you. I, I want to talk about a little bit here then how, because we're talking a lot about gratitude. How does this have any impact on reducing some tensions around the holiday, especially with relationships that are in crisis? I, I imagine like, if there's some, I imagine for many in our audience, there's some desire to tame those those tensions and to make everything just calm a little bit more down. Is gratitude playing a part in that, or is there are there other things factoring in there? What do you think, Heather? Yeah, I think gratitude can help, like you said. Kind of, I like it was very well said. Like the kind of the grease that can allow us to move towards more effective things. Um, I noticed even in the comments from the group. You might be really hurt by what your spouse has said, but you can still appreciate something about her. And that softens your feelings of hurt towards her and helps you see the good in that person. So it takes us out of the victim role and helps us become more of a creator. So other things that are really gonna help though, beyond gratitude, um, we're gonna talk about some tips here to further ease some of the tension might be, might be between you. Um, open communication and definitely expectations. I think is something that we, would do well to touch on here. Uh, I think, you know, holidays kind of remind me of weddings. Sometimes we have a lot of expectations and pressure on how they need to be just a certain way. <laughs> I just had uh, both of those on my mind lately. And sometimes we get so fixated on it needs to be done this, 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 this. I need this tradition. I need this certain food. I need these certain people to be there and I need everyone to act a certain way, right? And sometimes when we have all of these expectations that can set us up for a lot of disappointment, it could also set us up for some more disagreements and tension when expectations aren't communicated clearly around the holidays. Maybe you have the expectation that your spouse wouldn't maybe show up for something and what if they did or what if vice versa, right? So I think just having really open communication and creating maybe some clear expectations about how to handle the holidays and how to handle events would help reduce some of the tension and, you know, help alleviate some of that drama that might go on. I would agree. Um, certainly. As you mentioned, I, I think, especially when there is a bit of a crisis, it tends to be that there's a lot of shifts in the relationship as well. Um, it's not uncommon for the people working with us to be moving towards separation or already be separated and quite often that means that there's going to be some different expectations in terms of how things are going to run for the hol holidays um so i'd agree with you like being able to actually get all those expectations out and communicate uh around them is a really good effective way to avoid some of that disappointment or resentment as expectations are not met i do think that um a lot of times why couples get into this place in the in the first place is often because many concerns are being kind of ignored, pushed aside, maybe even openly rejected. And I think this is another big source of, of tension. 
Um, I know, I think you and I even discussed this a little bit. I, I want to say it's a, roughly about a month ago or so. We were talking about a way to approach some of these some of these tense topics with what we were calling a CAVE approach, an acronym standing for some curiosity, some acceptance, validation, and empathy. Uh, and I do think that that's another way to ease some of this tension. You know, one, one of the things that I talk to my clients a lot is is this sort of approach where, you know, we approach with curiosity, asking questions, we note down or we take notice of some of the emotions that we're seeing, some of the complaints that we've been hearing, and we ask about it. Uh, oftentimes, you know, what people are looking for in those circumstances, they're looking to feel heard and they're looking to feel like they are understood. So when we take time to ask some questions and then take a moment to recognize the validity of their position, you know, we where we validate them, we accept their position makes sense. It helps them to feel heard. Um, that last little bit, that E, the empathy, I think it's also important to acknowledge the emotional side of these, these conflicts and to have some understanding or empathy around that side. Um, I think this is a good or even a great vehicle to then segue into some sort of collaborative approach around some of these tensions that you may be seeing. Um, just the other day, like I had a, a client, they just recently separated and they're having to navigate having separate Thanksgivings. And my client noted, he's like, my my wife, she's planning on having the kids at her parents' house on Thanksgiving. And I'm <laughs> he said, I don't know if she recognizes this, but actually in our custody agreement, I'm supposed to get them on Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, that's a really interesting thing. Here she is making all these plans. And I bet that's a little bit upsetting for you. And he says, it is. And um so when I, I encouraged him to like approach with some curiosity and to talk about this, and it turned out that like she she was really missing the kids and she wanted to have that holiday. And she ended up, you know, by him approaching with a lot of calm and curiosity and like understanding of her position, it turned into him being invited over to her parents' house for the event. And then them making plans to spend Christmas together as well, when that was not the initial plan. Yeah. So it turned a very tense situation into a very connecting situation. And easily see him like, like I'm sure so many you could relate, like just blowing up, getting upset. Like, you know, how do you think you can do that? And you would see where that would have taken the, direction, oh, yeah. the relationship and these holiday events. Oh, absolutely. Rather than confronting it, and he he was able to navigate that conversation with some some skill. And you're right; it could have could have easily he could have easily put down his foot and said, "You know what? This is my holiday. You're you're making plans. You can't do that." And mm -hmm. it turned into something really nice instead. Right. So, as you guys are listening to this. I think it'd be really great to get some clarity on what would you really love to experience with the holidays, you know, saving the entire relationship, turning things completely around, um, never happens overnight. It's probably not going to happen between now and the new year for most of you. Right. Um, but there are things that you can do 
to ensure a smoother, you know, less tense experience for everyone. And it may even lead to opportunities to connect in a deeper way. Uh, and that would be what we would encourage you guys to do. So as you're listening, think about, write down what kind of intention you would have. Like what kind of uh, holiday do you want to have here? How do you want your relationship to go? How do you want the communication to be? And get clarity on that. And then if it's in the right time and place for your relationship, is that something that you could communicate with your spouse? Uh, Mark's any, Mark, any tips? Sorry, <laughs> I have been talking to kids like all week. So <laughs> my communication today is subpar. I apologize. <laughs> Anyway, Mark, if you have any tips on maybe how to communicate, like what your intentions or expectations might be with your spouse. So with expectations, I think it's a space that has the potential to create a lot of conflict. Um, I hear a lot of people where they, they say, okay, I'm going to approach this situation. I'm going to let them know what I want. I'm going to let them know what the expectations are. And the perception there is that it's seen as controlling or manipulative or some something else negative. Um, my general recommendation when we are trying to approach some expectations like this is to make sure that you're starting off with some common ground and some common goals. Um, I think it, it helps to establish being on the same page. So if you come in and say, you can't take the kids away from me for Christmas or, you know, whatever holiday is coming up, you know, that's, that's going to be this confrontational situation where you are pitting yourself against your partner rather than, you know, like the alternative here is if you approach them and say, Hey, look, I want to make sure that we both feel good um, around the the holiday celebrations. I, I'd like to discuss how we can make that happen. It is a much more collaborative approach and much less likely to um, put your partner's defenses up. Uh, certainly, you know, even as we are taking some amount of collaborative approach, you might need to put forth some requests, some bids. And certainly, I think in those cases, it makes it a lot easier if you are mindful of how your bids are going to impact uh, your the other person here. I always think it's a good idea that, you know, in this kind of communication, if you're trying to be really well-rounded, if you're specifically trying to reduce some of that, that tension, that you make sure that you're accommodating your partner with any of the requests or bids that are going to have an impact on them. So if you're saying, hey, look, I'd really like to have them Christmas morning. How is that going to impact your spouse? Uh, how is that going to affect their ability to have a nice, warm, cozy sort of holiday? You know, I think just off the top of my head, you can, there's, there's lots of solutions there. You can say, hey, look, I'd really like them to be at my home for the morning I want to make sure that you can celebrate. Can I get them to you at this, you know, at noon? Can, do you want to be there when they are opening the presents? There's lots of ways to accommodate what your partner is wanting as well. And even just asking questions around that and seeing what's important to them and having that be an open discussion is even in and of itself a really good tool for this. 
But anyways, like those are just like some quick and easy ways. Like make sure that you're starting with common goals. Make sure that you are um, creating some room for accommodation. That you are um, having some open discussion around this. I, I think are all great ways places to start. Right, and that goes really well into our next part of our challenge here, which is breaking bad habits meaning that we need to pattern interrupt some of the things that really haven't been working for you in your relationship. And maybe what Mark's talking about right here, where you have this open communication, you're able to do the cave conversations, right? Where you are striving to understand where they're coming from. You're showing them some validation, some empathy um, is going to interrupt some of the pattern of communication that you have had, especially if there's been a lot of this tension, maybe explosiveness or stonewalling, shutting down, these are some of the things that you have the opportunity right now because there is usually, I'm going to say this, Mark, you correct me if you think I'm wrong. I would say that this is an amazing opportunity because there's possibly more opportunities to communicate simply because of all the things happening during the holidays than maybe you would have possibly at any other time of the year. What do you think, Mark? I, I would agree because, I mean, we're talking about it right here. There's there's bound to be some tension. There's bound to be some expectations. There's bound to be some requ um, requests and bids around the holiday. All of these are good opportunities. And we, we want to recognize a lot of this for what it is. Like, we might see that there's extra tension and extra arguments. But even that are very clear opportunities and you mentioned like this is all in the kind of the vein of breaking bad habits i see a lot of couples where when these struggles come up the tendency is to shut down or to reject the the other person to put up your defenses to ignore what they're saying and all of those would be a huge mistake in this case um we're looking at what are people basically wanting around this this time of year? And I, I think the vast majority of people are wanting a lot more calm and a lot more peace. And I think that if you provide, if you were the one that's providing a good avenue for that, it, it's only going to play in your favor. Uh, it's going to demonstrate to your, your partner that you're doing things differently. And that's very, very much key in providing some amount of hope around the relationship. If you can say, we are changing, this is different, that there are solutions here, it really calls into question the need to move towards divorce. I can't remember either <laughs> where the where we started this this part of the conversation. What was your your original question here? I'm I'm needing some reminders. Just that we might have more opportunity now by yeah. the sheer nature of it being the holidays, you have more things to discuss, like the family plans, the different get togethers. Maybe if you have kids who gets custody, when kind of gift giving, budgeting, I mean, you have like more opportunity to talk with each other. I know for some of you, like communication is super limited, right? Yeah. So this can be an amazing way to have more opportunities to break some of the bad habits, break some of the negative patterns and, and do it really well. And like Mark said, demonstrate that things are different. Things are actually changing. In the same vein, in terms of opportunities, especially around communication, you're mentioning that. I, we look at these sort of situations where communication is shut down. Um, and what is going on there? A lot of, in a lot of these cases, 
if communication is shut down, it means that this person doesn't want to be hurt. They're frustrated by where communication is going. They don't think communication is going to actually help them get what they're wanting. So they'd much rather avoid it. Um, the holidays, as you put it, creates a lot of opportunity to get around all that by by communicating, by demonstrating that there is some commonality. Because everyone is wanting that warmth and that connection, um, it becomes very easy to point out some of this coldness that's going on. You can, and it's very easy to call them out on this in some gentle ways. It's easy to say, hey, I noticed that you've been very standoffish, that we haven't been communicating well especially around the holidays, I'm wanting to make sure that there's a little bit more ease or warmth or for things to be more calm. It's a really easy introduction into some common goals that positively impact the relationship. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, certainly. Some of the psychology behind negative habits, right, is that 90% of what we do every day is what we've done yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before that. And our subconscious mind is the one actually running the show. We think we're in control, but really our past patterns that are usually developed based on trauma and pain and fear are designed to protect us, but they don't really serve us long-term. And so I guess the invitation here is let's explore what some of these habits are and let's choose something new. Not only will this make some changes and shifts in your life, and those small changes can really lead to some significant improvements but it will demonstrate to your spouse that you're not just talking about change, but that you are actually demonstrating change and that yeah. it will start to shift some of the negative story or belief that they have about you in their mind. And that is exactly what we do with our path coaching. You can watch lots of other podcasts about that, going deeper into that. <laughs> and uh, of course, the last part here is don't push things off. All right. Um, one of the tendencies, the patterns that we see as well is that you tend to just kind of sweep things under the rug maybe, or you're like, we just won't worry about that until after the holidays. Um, and maybe you even feel like you're just doing it for the kids, right? We just want to make thing, everything smooth for the kids. And I'm not saying like, go off and be like crazy angry at each other in front of the kids. That's not helpful either. And I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, if your marriage is really struggling, Waiting even three or four more weeks is not going to help, right? Mm -hmm. And there's only so much of the kind of pretending that you can do before things just start to completely crumble, at least in my experience and what I've seen in many, many of our clients' lives as well. So I would encourage you not to wait until after the holidays when things kind of calm down or whatever um, to get help. And so we are offering a free relationship resurgence session. <laughs> if you want to get that, just type session in the comments below. And in here, we will show you what you can do now to not only have the holidays go smoothly, but how you can actually use them as a healing opportunity for you and your spouse. And Mark, you gave an example of that client where his wife had custody over Thanksgiving. And instead of turning that into more tension and drawing lines in the sand and then pulling even further apart, because he went through this process, he was actually able to have opportunities to join them for Thanksgiving and now join them for Christmas. Um, we're not going to promise the same thing's going to happen for you. But what I hope you're getting from that is that it, things shift for you and hmm. it will start to get you on a positive and more healing trajectory 
for whatever that might look like for you. So if you want that free session, we do have spots open between now and uh, the week before Christmas <laughs> and they're filling up fast. So just comment session below and we will get you the link to book that where you can talk to Sergio. He's been on our podcast before. He's one of our marriage experts here or Mark himself. And we're happy to help you guys get a plan together on how to take some positive action, how to demonstrate real change with your spouse and not only have the holidays be something you just kind of get through or maybe just survive, but it can actually be a really healing and beautiful time for you. Mark, any final thoughts on how to have the holidays go as good as possible and saving your marriage during this time? Well, I think especially with um, people who are in, in a bit of crisis with their relationship around the holidays, the holidays may represent a lot of difficulty, pain, and hardship. And I just, I don't think it needs to be that way. Um, I think it really, you know, especially if there are problems within the family, it highlights what you don't have when the, the holidays are coming up. And, you know, certainly if that's how you're feeling, there are absolutely things to do to turn that around. It may not feel like that. And I'm just going to point out that, you know, most people in this crisis situation, it's hard to see that hope. It's hard to see that things can turn around. And I'm just going to say, hey, I don't, <laughs> if that's the way you're feeling, you're probably not viewing it correctly. It's hard. I think Heather is the one that says it a lot. It's hard to see the the label from inside the bottle. I think it really applies to this because all I tend to see um, around these sort of holiday interactions is a lot of opportunity. Even, even when there's painful things going on, it's really just tons and tons of opportunity to course correct and make things better. So if you're struggling with that at all, please, please reach out. I think you know, we, we can definitely help with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't wait because these opportunities, like I said, this might be the most amount of opportunities that you get here for a long time. So it's actually a really incredible opportunity for you. Now, our marriage mythbuster is funny because it talks about here. I am saying like, it's an amazing opportunity because you have more, more opportunity to connect, but here's a mythbuster here that the holidays will magically fix or improve relationship issues. That maybe just the magic of the holidays are somehow going to make your spouse super lovey-dovey or with you again. <laughs> I think we're all adult enough to know that that's not a true one, <laughs> but yeah. there might be some people that feel that way. So Mark, any thoughts on that? I think the holidays uh, are are really interesting in this regard. And I think that they they magnify whatever is there. That's That's what I see. That if there's some small amount of warmth, it allows for more warmth to be there. And at the same time, if there's a lot of closing off, a lot of hard heartedness, if there's a lot of coldness, it tends to really highlight that. It, it really highlights the lack of all the warmth that people mostly desire during this time of year. And so... You know, a lot of people where this idea is coming from that the holidays will fix things is because they're, they're saying to, they say to themselves, well, it's a really, you know, this is all this opportunity for good things to happen. And yes, I suppose in some ways it, there can be a lot of good things and it can be a good distraction 
away from what isn't going well. And the problem with that is when reality starts to settle back in, you know, when we're done with all the, you know, if there is some magic or warmth around the holidays, when we start to contrast that against how things normally are, it, it can have this impact where people pull further away. Uh, so I, I'm really reluctant to rely on the holidays to fix things as a as a solution in and of itself. And, you know, if we are trying to utilize the, the holidays for any sort of good towards the relationship, I like to look at it as a tool, not an end to these sort of things. Certainly, we it sounds odd, but certainly we can use these sort of special events in our life for the uh, for some healing but not if you're just relying on it solely uh, not if you're saying that's my my only tool here um, so that's that's my thought on this love it thank you all right well we are grateful for you and grateful for the opportunity that you are taking to improve your relationship one final comment i don't want to touch on what if it's too late to save your marriage and again, Mark, you talked about like how a lot of people might be feeling hopeless. And if that is how you feel, then I would encourage you to go to an expert that knows if it is actually too late for your marriage or not mm-hmm. and get that expert guidance rather than trying to rely, rely on doing this all by yourself. And that is exactly what we help you do. And the things that you are going to learn now in this process and with these challenges, even during the holiday times can become amazing learning opportunities to help propel propel your life forward. And they will help you to create and have healthy functional relationships, no matter what. And those skills and those tools and those principles that you will learn will benefit and bless you the rest of your life. Now, next week, not next week, but next time, because next week I'm doing a live masterclass workshop with you guys. If you want to attend that, we're going to go into the four steps to save your marriage from divorce which has helped thousands and thousands of our clients and students. So if you want to join me for that, just put masterclass and I'll make sure I get you in one of those hundred spots. But the week after that, we're going to be doing a live Q and A with you. And so if you want us to assess your marriage, dive into what your challenges are and what solutions we have seen work for couples in your situation, then just go ahead and comment live and we will make sure to get you on our next podcast where we're doing a live Q&A. So thanks for joining, Mark. And thank you all. And we look forward to seeing your marriage thrive. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Thriving Marriage, your A to Z blueprint for not just surviving marriage, but thriving. Until next time, my friends, thrive on.